This is a stub of nation. I just read a book by Jordan Peterson called The Twelve Rules of Light, an Antidote for Chaos. And in no particular order, I will be reflecting from time to time on this book. It was very inspiring to me, and I learned a lot, a lot more than I expected to learn from this book. And I will start on chapter 11. Do not interrupt, do not bother children when they are skateboarding in the playground. In this chapter, Jordan Peterson is talking about uh, a human being's innate, innate tendency to go to chaos. To go, not chaos, but to find danger where danger lies. Why do hunters go after dangerous animals? Why do they risk their lives going after animals five times their size to kill them, knowing that they might get mauled to pieces or stomped to death by an elephant or a lion? Why do teenagers skateboard on playgrounds where it says, do not skateboard on these grounds? They do it anyway. So why? It's that rebellious side in all of us you know we don't like following the rules when there's too many rules to be enforced it kind of limits us as to why as to what we're capable of and how strong we can be as human beings so this shows when whenever there's a there's a, a community park that has been removed and it's or it's just been barred off or it's been made to way too safe when you let your kids play at the playground they're gonna get hurt it's just a fact of life children get hurt there's accidents that happen the slide was too rough they hit their head with the bar i know i hit my head with a bar once it hurt a lot but it happens and Sometimes they want to do things that put their life in danger, but they don't know that it's putting their life in danger. They want to test their limits, and we want to continue testing our limits, even if we, even when we're going into adulthood. Football players play football because they know they will get hurt. You know they want to exert their dominance. Men want to see how. How, how hard they can get hit, how tough a life can get on them out on the football field or whatever sport that they play and see how how often they can bounce back. We love that feeling. It's We love that adrenaline feeling. It's why I like to work out. I like to push myself in every exercise that I do. I like to be left out of breath because... It lets me know what how far I can go before I, I drop. It's kind of interesting. I used to not I used to be afraid of that feeling, but now I, I kind of chase it. So Jordan Peterson goes into you know the state of what men should be like, or at least what you know when we're when we're in married, when we're seeking marriage, men should are expected to fulfill the role of being the strong one the caretaker the one who provides the order when chaos happens when things fall apart in the house in the family or a disaster occurs the first 
the first responder is the man. The woman takes care of the kids. I know it's uh, the our roles have changed a little bit. Sometimes women have get to have to be the strong one. Sometimes men fall apart. It's okay for men to cry. I'm not saying that men should be robots and be made of iron all the time. It's it's perfectly normal for us to cry and fall apart too. But it's also unnatural for men to fall apart all the time. So here's in this in this chapter, I'm reading a, a little phrase from from Jordan Peterson. Part of the reason that so many a work that so many a working class woman does not marry now as we have alluded to is because she does not want to look after a man struggling for employment as well as her children and fair enough a woman should look after her children although that is not all she should do and a man should not look after a woman and children although that is not all he should do but a woman should not look after a man because she must look after children and a man should not be a child this means that he must not be dependent. This is one of the reasons that men have little patience for dependent men. Me and myself, I have little patience for dependent anyone. Anyone who who is trying to be so just talk, talking to me about their problems, you know, they can't, you know, they can't exercise because of this or they don't they're, they're afraid that this will happen to them or they have this anxiety. It just it just makes me gawk in disbelief. I'm not trying to diss on people who or disrespect anyone. But at the end of the day, you are who you surround yourself with. And if you're surrounding yourself with people who are negative and always cause problems for you and for themselves instead of trying to make you better and make you a you know believe in you your capacity to be a better individual by helping you on getting on the better path you have the choice to be with those great people but you are you also have the choice to be with people to who tear you down all the time always look for excuses for why you know they can't help you they they don't support you or anything you have the choice and you can be the choice of be that individual sometimes you have to run away from your friend group and find someone else find someone who will click with you easier although that is not easy it's okay that that is that is difficult but it's necessary it's it's growth so when when men are told that they should not you know that they, they it's okay to be like very frail and fragile and have their feelings easily offended because of this or that it's kind of painful to look at you're a grown man you have strength you have you have testosterone you can you can fend, you have to fend for yourself you can't always let people do the fighting for you. This is what I would have even told 16-year-old me, 18-year-old me, even, you know, me two years ago. Because I know that people can't fight my battles for me. I have to fight those battles. 
and the way I stand my ground, the way I arch my back straight, it all matters. Now, I'm going to finish with this, by with this from uh, Jordan Peterson. Men have to toughen up. Men demand it, and women want it, even though they may not approve of the harsh and contemptuous attitude that is part and parcel of the socially demanding process that fosters and then enforces that toughness. Some women don't like losing their baby boys, so they keep them forever. Some women don't like men and would rather have a submissive mate, even if he is useless. This also provides them with plenty to feel sorry for themselves about as well. The pleasures of such self-pity would not be underestimated. So men do, do have to toughen up. You know, if they're healthy, women don't want boys. They want men. They want someone to contend with. Someone to grapple with. If they're tough, they want someone tougher. If they're smart, they want someone smarter. They desire someone who brings to the table something they can't already provide. This is often what makes it hard for tough, smart, attractive women to find mates. They just aren't that many men around who can outclass them enough to be considered desirable, who are in higher, as one research publication put it, in income, education, self-confidence, intelligence, dominance, and social position. Never mind what I previously said. I still, I, I have more to say. I'm not finished yet. My mother has been on dating websites. And she told me about her experience on dating websites. And this is even something that has been, that Jordan Peterson mentions in his book, in this same chapter, about why women can't find most men attractive on dating sites. Most men on dating sites suck. They have to, they have to, it's just, well, I don't know if everyone has had the same experience with this. You know, there's some people who do get married because of a dating site. That's fine. Good for you. But that wasn't the case for my mom. My mom's first boyfriend on the dating site let me tell you what her nickname was. It was Mr. Needy. Because this man was try was always telling my mom, Oh, do you love me? Do you, you know, can we be together forever? And my mom's like, What? I just met you five minutes ago. And you're already spilling all this on me? I, I, my mom couldn't believe it. This man has two kids and is a surgeon. I couldn't believe it either. I was... I was like, man, you know what I would have done when I'm a surgeon and have two kids? What kind of sales pitch I could have come up with? Oh, but, you know, it's just, and then, yeah. So that was my, that was the first man my mom found. And then the second man was, well, my mom's an atheist and this man was a Christian, but he was rubbing his Christianity all, all over my mom too much. And just, you know, that was a big downer for my mom but most men that women find on inst on on dating websites it they suck you know this is most of them i don't know why i i've never been on a dating website but i and i don't know how i would be like if if i was on one sometimes i see i've i've seen you know try to create an account but then it says, tells me stuff about, tell me, tell us about yourself. What do you do? What, what's this? And then I'm, I'm just left blank. I, I'm just thinking, what? 
who am I? Then I go, never mind. I'll just do it the natural way. I'll just go out and just let my charm show off to the world. But besides the point, you know, we have to strive to keep improving ourselves. I, I reiterate this over and over again. I've, I'm sure I've mentioned this in past episodes. But, you know, you know, women, you know, they can also be, they can also strive to be better. This is not just something for men. But this is something I emphasize for men because it feels like we are losing that aspect of our society, you know, expectations for men. Men have to be strong. Times get hard. Life turns you upside down, flips you over, runs a train into you. But you have the chance to, you have the choice to get up and make better of your circumstances. Or you can crumble under the mountain. This is a stubbornation.